Got a lot of feedback in this morning's Am I Wrong about someone who was thinking about issuing her boyfriend an ultimatum. Yeah, man, that really kind of went one way. <laughs> it did, but we I, you just had to listen to it all the way through. It was, it was a really good one this morning. Also, a misconnections that uh, had us asking a lot of certain questions. <laughs> and I think we're now in a sit-up challenge with each other, <laughs> possibly. Bring it, sweet cheeks. <laughs> and uh, what else did we do? Trash Flash had yep. a two-by-four being swung. We had a lot of things today. It was a fun day today. You can hear it all right now on the podcast podcast am i wrong is when somebody is struggling with something so they call us up so we can get it out there and uh, you can help them out with their issue um this person doesn't want to use their real name or their real voice so we'll call her priscilla oh all right (laughs) on on the phone with us right now so priscilla we got your voice changed what's up why are you on am i wrong so i've been dating my boyfriend for eight years um, I've talked to him about marriage, right? Like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. And he was like, babe, I love you. Like, I want to be with you. I just, I don't want to get married. Because I, I understand why he doesn't want to get married. His parents went through an awful divorce, which now is causing him, you know, to not want to get married. Which, you know, I've heard stories of that. But, like, I want to be with him. He said he wants to stay with me forever. But he doesn't want to get married. Okay. Hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Was he up front with you from the very beginning of your relationship that, no, he doesn't want to get married? Or did you not really talk about it in the beginning? We didn't really talk about it in the beginning. And honestly, it kind of was a red flag to me because I'm like, why is he not talking about this? You know, like, I didn't want to bring it up because I'm like, I don't want to seem like I'm coming off too strong. But also, I want to have kids. And that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? I want to... And we also... We share, like, we're on the same, like, finances and everything. Is it worth staying with someone that doesn't even want to get married to me? Are are you hoping that you can change his mind and, like, down the road, he'll love you so much that he's just like to heck with it? Yeah, I I wish. That's my goal, but I I can't change his view, you know? If that's what he wants, I love the guy. Like, he's the man of my dreams, but it it breaks my heart. Like, I've always dreamed of having a wedding day, you know, picking up my wedding dress and, and he doesn't he doesn't want that and it, and it really hurts now kelly says i'm never allowed to ask this question but i ask it all the time how old are you i'm 28 and okay. you've been dating for eight years yep we met in college how long have you known that he didn't want to get married like what well give me a time frame on this uh for the past four years oh gosh now we've got a couple people texting in already which is good Keep them coming. Uh, I guess one listener is asking here: Have you given an ultimatum and said, "Hey, I either get a wedding or I'm, I'm this isn't going to happen"? Because I mean, if this is something you care about, obviously, you yeah, know, I've done that. I've done that, and I, you know what? I'm the one. I'm the girl. He's like, I told him, I'm like, if you're not going to get married, then I'm going to walk away. Like, I can't do this. This is not fair to me. You know. But then you stuck around. Yeah, and he's like, babe, no, 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 no. He's like, you know, I'll figure something out, figure something out. Well, he's been saying that for the past four years, and he hasn't figured something out. Like, then you need to figure yourself, and maybe you need time to figure it out, because I'm starting to get frustrated. This is this is tough, because you have known for four years, so that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priscilla, this Eight is what years. Am I Wrong was built for. I know. This is why I called. Because I guarantee that... People are, people have a strong opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls and hear all the texts, and we will get to the bottom of this. Are you wrong 
for wanting to leave your boyfriend for him saying, no, he doesn't want to get married. All right, hold on one second, Priscilla. All right, so now it's time for the calls and the texts. Mm-hmm. I personally, I'm against an ultimatum. I don't think it's a good way to get into a, to the nuptials, but that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. My opinion doesn't matter. Yours does. So get on the phone, call and text right now. Let's help Priscilla out this morning. Kelly and Wood. We got Priscilla sitting on hold for Am I Wrong this morning. She's been in a relationship for eight years, has known for four of those years that her boyfriend doesn't want to get married. Mm-hmm. But she's wondering, does she leave the relationship? Does she issue an ultimatum? What does she do? And text rolling in here. Uh, some very short and simple. Rose, girl. Walk out that door. Ooh, sister's doing it for themselves. Tiffany was even quicker. Just one word, leave. Okay. Uh, Michelle, she needs to move on. He's not going to change. She's shown that she will stay when she gives ultimatums, rip the Band-Aid off, leave, and move on. You'll both be happier and find another person that's willing to do it. Okay. Uh, Stacey's told you that he doesn't want to get married, but believe him and leave and find someone who wants to be married with the family. Uh, other ones, ultimatums are a terrible way to start a marriage. Go ahead and leave from Shelly. Other ones checking in says, I, I finally got my boyfriend of eight years to see that marriage was important because I explained to him if he died officially, I got nothing. The house is in his <laughs> That's name. That's one way to do it. Uh, it's, you know, but it's important. You know what I'm it's saying? It's very important. If things go wrong, you do want to have some sort of legal repercussions. You hear about this all the time where like, you know, a couple maybe is even engaged and one of them passes away or say the man passes away and though. The would-be wife gets absolutely nothing. Oh, man, that's wild. Yeah. I've never heard that, but it makes sense. Uh, go ahead and get out. When he is alone, he will realize that he loves her enough to give her her dream. If he doesn't, well, you're better off. You need to walk away without an ultimatum. Just go ahead and go. Get to stepping. She needs to move on. He doesn't want to get married. And trying to force him an ultimatum will only end up in disaster. All right. Boy, it seems like we're going one way with this, right? A lot right? of text still rolling in here, though. All right, yeah. Keep them coming. And uh, what's up? Hey, Kelly. Hey, Wood. How are you guys? Good. Good. What's up? This is Christina. I am calling on Priscilla. I do not think she should give him an ultimatum. If he does not want to get married, don't force him to get married. Yeah. Mm. I saw That's this- going to be a crappy marriage. I saw this a lot when I was younger and I had a lot of friends getting engaged. I saw a lot of ultimatums being thrown out there. And I'm not even lying to you. I bet you 80% of those people are divorced now. Jeez. Right? Because if you don't if you don't want to get married, you don't want to get married. You can't force somebody into something like that. That's my personal opinion. That's true. That is mine. <laughs> did, now, how did you did you have to do any of this sort of stuff with you? Are you married? I just got married, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. And did you have to force him into it? No, but he was married twice. This was my first marriage, so, I mean, did he want to probably get married again? Probably not. The last two, but, I mean. Third time's a charm. I didn't force it. Yeah, so he wasn't hesitant about it. No, not at all. Okay. All right. Wait, we appreciate the call this morning. All right. See you guys tomorrow night. Ooh, oh, see a big go. party going down. <laughs> see you over there. Yes, it is. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye. Kelly and Wood, hello. Hello, Wood. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. <laughs> Good. So, I've got I've got some thoughts for this. Uh, am I wrong this morning? Yeah, what's up? Quite honestly, quite honestly, I went through a very similar situation. Um, however, I was with the guy for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was, you know, we were, we were trying to figure ourselves out. We were trying to, I was, my son was having issues and we were trying to get things figured out, but 
there came a time where I'm just like, okay, you know, we've been in a good place for so long. Where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. And he had no interest in getting married whatsoever. And you think that conversation would have come up like way beforehand, but it didn't. Right. Um, we didn't. We didn't live together. We didn't. You know. We. Yeah. We. We were living separate lives together in a relationship, which was not good either. But um, honestly, it's Priscilla, right? Is that that's yes. her name? Yep. Okay. Um, it was the best decision I ever made to leave the guy. Just walk away. Because he didn't want. He didn't want. Yeah, he didn't want the same things that I wanted. And so it was the best decision that I ever made. Awesome. Thank you so much for the phone call. All right, let's keep them coming. I think we're getting to the bottom of this one with Priscilla this morning. All right, am I wrong? Keep the calls and texts coming. All right, we got Priscilla sitting on hold for am I wrong? She's listening to all the calls and all the texts that are coming in right now because she's been in a relationship for eight years. Four years ago, she found out that her boyfriend does not want to get married. She issued an ultimatum, but then stuck around, and now it's just a hot mess. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah, eight years is a long time. Boy, that's a long time. Uh, Good text rolling in here. Uh, My first marriage was exactly that. I gave an ultimatum. I told my now ex-husband if he wasn't going to marry me, I was leaving him because obviously he didn't know what he wanted. Now, of course, we're divorced. I don't think an ultimatum is the best way to start a marriage because that's not what you want to build the foundation on. A lot of people texting that kind of stuff in. Other ones, uh, I'm on the facts about this one. I was once young and thought I wanted marriage and kids, so I rushed into it. Regret it 10 years later, choosing the wrong person, that is. I think ultimately depends on if he's 100% the right man for her. Other ones like that. Uh, His argument was always, it's just a piece of paper, so is the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Damn right it is. Take that freedom. I threw that one in because it, after all, is Election Day. And last but not least, uh, of course, we got tons of texts. I couldn't get to all of them here. Every little girl dreams about their big day and Mm -hmm. their big dress. If he doesn't take the first sacrifice to get married, will he take on more in the future for her? And you know what? Can I add something? Please. Being married is awesome. Okay. You just it, for this guy, if he's listening, it, it's it's not what you think. It's awesome. It's relaxing for the most part. Well, honestly, you, you live together and everything. How does it change anything? Yeah, I, I've never I've never bought that whole "it's just a piece of paper" argument. It, it's more. It's way more than that. Way more. Well, being married is, but you know, going through it and all, you're just yeah. putting your name on a I'm piece of saying. paper. I'm just saying. All right. We got some people sitting on hold, and then we'll give her a judgment. Hello? Um, I was in a similar situation back I was with somebody for five years, and we separated because he was disinterested in getting married, and we were apart for about eight months, and now we're back together and have been happily married since 2018. So I just oh. wanted to offer her a different type of ending. That's good. Good, because every everything we've gotten has been anti that. So it's good to hear from you that you did that scenario and it worked out for you. Yeah, and you know he was actually the one to reach back out and be the one that wanted that kind of commitment. So it was, yeah, just wanted okay. to offer a different type of ending. And you said happily married, right? Yes, we are. We actually Perfect. have our first daughter. Oh, so. congrats. oh congratulations! That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for the call this morning. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wood, I think it's time to hand down a judgment. All right, Priscilla, you heard the calls, you heard the text, and today's Am I Wrong? (laughs) Looks like the judgment is you should have left when you gave him the first ultimatum. Now it's on you, not him. I know. That's what all my friends and family keep saying. (laughs) 
Yeah. But I'm like, I just don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Otherwise, you probably would have been gone four years ago. I know. When you love someone so much, it's so hard just to walk away. I mean, you're only 28. Like, you're still fresh in the game, man. Oh. Is he 28 also? He's 30. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, what would what would placate you? Is it the ring? Is it the wedding itself? Or is it just him, I, for lack of a better term, being locked in, you know, with a legal document? I mean, what is it that you are chasing in this? I guess it's all three. Like, you know, I... I've grown up in a family where, you know, it's very traditional. You you get married. You have a beautiful wedding day. Uh, you know, like, I want to have kids. And, and I want to be married to the person I'm having kids with, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want him to feel committed to me. Like, And it, it kind of makes me feel like I can't trust him. Well, I think you knew your answer even before you called in. And I think maybe now it's just kind of... I know. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I, I, I think I might have to, I really think I might just have to end it. I mean, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot because I love the kid, the guy. You know what? If you actually go, if you start packing up your crap and he actually believes that, all right, this one, she's being serious. Honestly, if you're him, what do you got to lose? You're already right. sharing a house. You're already sharing bills. He, he does have it in his mind now that your threats are hollow because you threatened him once before right. and you didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, maybe I actually have to act on it and not just say it. Yeah, yeah. but you have to be willing to walk away. Okay. All right, well, I, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop with what happened. I would love to know because I, I, I find this very interesting because if you, if you throw down an ultimatum and you don't follow through with it this time, it's a wrap. Yeah, it, it's a slap wrap. I mean, you will <laughs> never, ever be able to call, you know, that's the boy crying wolf at that point in time. Right. No, you're right. You're right. We uh, wish you the best with this. Um, We'd love to call back and check in with you maybe in a month or so and see how you're doing, because this is one of those where people are going to wonder how this all went. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Best of luck. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. What you brought up earlier about uh, Call of Duty was going to crack a billion or what? what was Already it? did. Modern uh, Warfare 2 just went over a billion dollars in 10 days. And you said Grand Theft Auto is another game that cracked a billion dollars. Grand Theft Auto 5 did it in three days. Do you know that Grand Theft Auto has, though, over a billion dollars in lawsuits against it? I did not. Yes. And some of them are Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is suing Grand Theft Auto. I guess there's a song in there that sounds like an unreleased Cypress Hill song. Okay. That somehow they got their hands on. And so Cypress Hill has a lawsuit against Grand Theft Auto. The city of Chicago has a lawsuit against Grand Theft Auto. I guess there's a lot of... uh, Does a lot of it take place in... Uh, Some of it take place in Chicago. I've never once played Grand Theft Auto. Now, they're loosely based on very real cities. Like, one was in Miami, in New York, and things like that. I don't know about Chicago, though. Was there one in Chicago, Brian Riley? There was in Chicago, but there was one like Chicago with all the... I I know what they're talking about with the railroads and all that. Okay. Trains and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like, they all have, like, the same... Like, it's not the Hollywood science. It's like Hollyweird, things like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chicago has a lawsuit against Grand Theft Auto because of the way they portrayed... Chicago, or whatever was supposed to be Chicago. Lindsay Lohan has a lawsuit against Grand Theft Auto. 
because they say that one of the she says you know she needs the money mm-hmm. one of the pictures that they used on the cover of one of the discs it looks like a picture of her in a bikini giving a peace sign no it doesn't I have that disc no it doesn't well Lindsay Lohan wishes look at this is the this is the picture she's saying yeah I know that I I have that I have the game that uh, that's not okay I'm just well I mean I'm not backing this up or right. anything. No, I see what you're saying, though. Uh, Mob Wife and a reality star has a lawsuit against Grand Theft Auto because it doesn't say which Mob Wife it is, and I don't want to put her name out there because mm-hmm. I don't want to get mixed up in this. It's based on her. She's suing Grand Theft Auto for $40 million because they say a character, she says a character in there looks like her. I bet a lot of people do this. Like, I'm sure if you, and again, I know nothing of Grand Theft Auto, but I bet I could find a character that looked like me in there somewhere. Oh, without a doubt. Or it, sounded like me, or hey, there's a guy on the radio, whatever. And there's a lot of loose interpretations of this, but you see this all the time, like Law & Order SVU, you know, ripped from the headlines, stuff like that. They take yeah. somebody, they kind of make it like them, and then go with it. I can't imagine these lawsuits win. I, well, and you would imagine that, I think it's Take-Two is the name of the company that made that game, hmm, okay. made Grand Theft Auto, and you would imagine they have pretty deep pockets. But for a game that made a billion, it has a billion dollars in lawsuits against it. Yeah, I don't buy that. I, no, that, I mean, I mean, I buy what you're saying, but I, the, uh, right. some of these seem that like a lot yeah. of hooey. The Lindsay Lohan one, I'm like, okay, that's just a girl in a bikini. Yes, you happen to be in a bikini at one point in your life, but... Yeah, she's probably looking for, you know, a couple thousand bucks to she go needs, away. She needs a little something to get... Well, I don't know. She's got a new movie on Netflix, though, that I got my fingers crossed will do well for her. The Christmas movie? The Christmas one, yeah. So, it looks funny. She's not a bad actress. She just, you know, hit a rough stretch there for a while. She got wild there for a while. She did get wild for a while. Mm. But I found this super interesting. I didn't know that that video game had that many lawsuits against it. Hmm. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Not bad today. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. (laughs) I found it super interesting, and I don't even play video games. And if you didn't like it, that's fine. Tomorrow's a new day. We'll have a brand new one, fresh and hot for you. And you probably won't like that one either, but I'm okay with it, because I don't mind standing here looking you right in the eye and saying sometimes... These people are looking for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. It's Missed Connections with Kelly and Wood. Sometimes you think you almost have a love connection, but you don't. Come on. So Wood will use the power of radio 100,000 watts of thrust to see if we can't get a couple together this morning. Wood, what have you found on the internet, my friend? It literally says, where did you go? Female for male, though. I miss you so Starts off knowing that this is a shot in the dark. I know this is a long shot, but I'm looking for Eric. It's Lucy. Shoot your shot, pimp. We ran in the same crew years ago. Remember that time we all went into the old cabin through that busted window and got wasted? LOL, LMAO. Is this a gang? I don't know. Don't you? I mean, maybe just a crew isn't just a group of friends. Okay. Why? Come on. It's a posse. Leave the Bloods and Crips out of it. Vanessa said that you went away for robbery, so I don't even know if you're in jail or what. I might have been right. But I figured this is worth the try for love. Oh. The L-bomb already coming out. If you're still committing crimes, (laughs) I ain't down with that anymore. But if you're trying to turn things around... Scared straight. I'd love to catch up. And see, we sparks fly. <laughs> Sometimes these are a rough read. Yeah, man. Boy, that's tough. I Sometimes I wonder, like, 
In that time, you haven't met anybody else in the time since y'all broke into that cabin together and got wasted? Maybe they have, but that moment stuck with them so strongly. How much of a love connection can you make under those circumstances? What I got questions. Hey, criminals need love, too. How dare you? I know that they do. I should say alleged. Well, he went away for robbery, so... At that point in time, I don't think you're alleged when you go to jail. But hey, in in the court of Killian Wood, alleged. (laughs) Always. Stay free. Until you get the chair. Eric... Unless, you know, you rob somebody I know, somebody right. cool. Well, or an cool. elderly. Or Actually, somebody. you know what? Robbery's not Yeah, cool. why are you standing up for this guy? I, I'm not. I'm always standing up for love. <laughs> you love deeply, Wood. I try. Now, will you make this love connection? We There's no way for us to tell. We, we You put these out there. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but fingers crossed. Come on. Although, if he's in jail for robbery, he might be in there for a hot second. It depends. You never know. Well, well you still can't love a criminal. You know, he can still get mail. Here's what I do know, Wood, is that you'll have another one for us next week and the week after that. And some ladies really like the bad boys. That's true. There's those guys on death row who have ladies left and right. Isn't that wild? What's the matter with you ladies? Yeah. I think it's just that women want a project. They want a man they can fix. Like, if you love a guy and he runs afoul and then he goes to jail, I can see that. But loving a guy already on death row? What the hell's going on here? I could be wrong here, Wood, and I know if I am... The texters will tell me, but don't women love a project? That's why women like bad boys. Because they think, like, I'll turn him around. Is that why we got married? No. That was a pity, Mary. Oh. Yeah. But we'll see what happens next week. Maybe you will find love for another couple. Maybe not. But either way, we'll have another missed connection. Oh, that? That wasn't me. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. What will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. We're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flag. We are headed to Florida. Yes. Largo, Florida to be exact. That's when authorities got called out in the middle of the day to a party where there was a disturbance. According to eyewitnesses, there was a couple in a very heated verbal argument. Mm. So when authorities got there, they found 31-year-old Demelin Vergara, who was upset because, according to her, her man was not giving her enough tension, and neither were her friends. (laughs) High maintenance. So as authorities were trying to unpack all this on Sunday afternoon, Vergara disappeared. But she came back hot. She came back with a two-by-four in hand. (laughs) One of the nails, as if it were from a cartoon, had an exposed nail. Jeez. Boy, she had that thing ready, didn't she? Right in front of police officers, she swung the two-by-four, hitting the man in the back of the head. (laughs) Needless to say, the man went to the ground, and police were like, Hey, what is going on here? (laughs) With a rusty nail in it? What are you doing? When they confronted her, she said, hey, oh, that wasn't me. I I, I swung it, but I didn't hit him. As you can imagine, the man on the ground was like, ah, yeah, she did. I'm down here on the ground. Well, when authorities then ran her information, they found out that, well, Vergara, no stranger to the law. Jugging him, jugging him, jugging him. Records showed that she had multiple battery convictions on previous arrests and, believe it or not, was currently on probation for battery at the time of the incident. 
Authorities said, oh, cool, well, this is really open and shut. We're going to go ahead and take her to jail. No word on whether the man got back up off the ground and maybe spent the rest of his Sunday packing up his stuff. Man. So she had a two-by-four with a rusty nail on it. Mm-hmm. She was like rock and roll Buck Zuma. For what's that wrestler who used to come out with the two-by-four? Hacksaw Jim Hacksaw Jim oh! remember, remember it had the American flag on the yeah. two-by-four? <laughs> he had a little freedom. She had justice on hers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, being mad that your friends and your boyfriend aren't showing you enough attention, that's bratty and trashy. Mm-hmm. Live your life, girl. I'm going to give that 150 points right out the gate. Come on. Um, deciding it made you so angry that you had to go get a two by four with a rusty nail. What? I don't know if we've heard of a trashier weapon on the trash flat. With literally cops on the scene. That's even more trashy than pulling a sword off the wall. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll disagree to disagree there. I'm going to give that 200 points for grabbing a two by four with a rusty nail. Mm-hmm. Cracking somebody in the head with it. That's messed up. That's trashy. I'm going to get that 175 points. Mm -hmm. And then denying it when the police saw you, trashy. 150 points trashy, as a matter of fact. Shaggy would approve. Now you have, uh, she has multiple warrants out for her arrest? No, she'd been arrested numerous times before for battery. She was on probation Uh, for battery. Feels trashy. Yeah. Okay, 200 (laughs) points on that. When you're literally committing another crime of what you're on probation for... (laughs) Yeah. All right. She gets 75 for being arrested. Am mm-hmm. I missing anything here? That's it. That's it? Points are the points, Are man. you sure I didn't miss anything? The points are the points. I thought we had it this morning. That was a good story, Wood. You mm. brought it. Unfortunately, the points just weren't there for us this morning, but it's a decent score. Are Come you on. ready to get it? Today, our two-by-four wielding woman earns herself a whopping 950 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We don't get political on the show, and today was no exception. No, sir. But we did acknowledge that the elections are happening, and, you know, what does this country mean to us, and so on. We touched on a few things there. We also had a lot of fun kind of going on. We also had some fun talking about Kelly Jordan and I's uh, curious hair choices (laughs) back in the day. That's right. Uh, It's our bonus track. We tack it on to the end of the podcast, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. You know what I just figured out? That I'm a dope rapper? No. I'm going to be like that person. You know how you see in the news that it's an old lady. She just turned like 93. And they're like, what's the secret to long life? Salt and she's like, the hell out yeah. of everything. She's like salt, bacon, and beer. <laughs> That's going to be me. Well, you better work some beer into the mix to thin out your blood a little bit after all that salt intake. <laughs> I've just never... Your, your salt intake worries me. The wood men... If we're being honest, your salt intake worries me. Do die early. In, if you go back off of past. But... Then we need to get a third person on this show who's as funny as you. Because <laughs> my career is done if you're not here. <laughs> we, what am I going to do? Hey, here's a rap. All right, cool. <laughs> Four more hours of nothing. Oh. Hey, the most music in the morning. <laughs> Hi, everybody. me, Kelly Dunn. That's what they do when they hire untalented people. They go to most music in the mornings. Mm. Hello. That's what my next show is going to be. 30% of people put this on a higher What do 27% of people think of a lack should do? But no, I am going to persevere. I'm going to overcome my family's history. I already have with the I gastric so. bypass surgery. How old is your father? Uh, my dad's up there. Um, is he in his late 60s at least? Yeah. I think he's about to hit 70. Perfect. I th- yeah, I think he just hit 69 Nice. Uh, this past year. So that gives us about 28 more years of you being on this earth. And I do believe he is the longest living wood male that I know. 
Perfect. Oh, so, which is oh, good. Yes, absolutely. Now, to be fair, my father has... Knock on wood. ...ducked the Sith a numeral... I think my dad's had his last rights read to him three times. That is bonkers. Uh, I mean, so he's been in some rough stretches of highway there for a couple of minutes. So, yes. But he keeps coming back, man. So maybe, maybe my father... Is the mold breaker. He's he's the branch in the family tree. If you can get me to retirement age without dying, I would <laughs> really appreciate that. The good news is I have practically no stress in my life. Right, because you don't care about anything. That's the key, man. <laughs> and my wife takes care of all the issues. Exactly. Like, my wife has started to get gray hair. And the reason is, A, me. Well, we wouldn't know if you had gray hair or not. Why? You, you have wouldn't no- the beard. You would get gray. In the, you'd get some salt in the beard. Would you do just for men in your beard, or are you going to let it I go gray? I don't think so. Because honestly, guys who start to go gray do usually look pretty good. Yep. Right? You get that little salt and pepper look. And people think you're distinguished. I think so. And wisdom, you know? Yeah. Now, I have tried to talk my wife into going like silver hair, and she will not do it. Right. I think that's kind of out of style, though. I I like it. Okay. I find it attractive. I'm, I'm, I don't even know. It could be it could be the top of the style. I don't I don't know anything. I you know I'm surprised that I don't have more gray hair. But the amount of that I worry. I mean, yes, my hair's falling out. Haha. No, I, I literally didn't say a word. I, I know, but I see you looking at the comma. Nice. I, I see you it. looking at the little spot I'm losing up front. I see you looking at it. It smiles back. <laughs> but I'm surprised with what a stressed out guy I am mm-hmm. that I am not insanely gray. Maybe it's because that is like your homeostasis like your your starting point is all of that energy right like maybe if you like you're almost like a tight knot right and so that's like your normal so, so it, i'm just you don't used get it. to it yeah i was thinking about this the other day i was like have i ever actually relaxed since i became an adult i think maybe i think maybe the last time i relaxed was when i was 25 mm. maybe 23 i think when i moved to texas 23 then things started getting a little hairy for me well, you started actually living a real life. Right. And I was living with my parents up until that point. Yeah. So I didn't have any stress. And All of a sudden, I, the safety net was gone. And I moved out. Like, I moved, I didn't just move to an apartment in the city. I moved out of the state. That was stressful. Man. Now, did you ever move back? in With my mom? Yeah. I had to when we moved back up here from Texas. I just didn't have anywhere to stay. But yeah. That, that, no, I mean, like, you're bummed out. But no, I didn't, I didn't, like, hit the skids and have to move back in. Thank goodness. I had to move back in with my parents, I think, four times. Oh, wee. And my dad, literally, one time, I just moved back in. I didn't say anything. I just moved into their basement He's and like, came up the next now. morning, and there was my dad at the table. He just looks up and goes, man, you're like a food-eating boomerang. I can't get rid of you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. As I pull over a plate and start helping myself. My dad wouldn't have known anyway. I told you about I was the first time I came back to visit after I moved. I was gone for like uh, like eighteen months before I came back to visit, and I was sitting on the couch in my parents' house. I hadn't seen my dad in a year and a half. And he goes, "Oh, you're home," and that was it. Like that was (laughs) that was our interaction for that day. I, I remember the one time we did move back. I brought a couple friends with me, and there were like three of us living in the basement. Oh, good God. Yeah, my dad came down. He's like, you guys are squatters. I'm man, so- what are you going to do, pops? And yet your dad is still here, man, yeah. with all you put him through. Well, maybe I kept him- that, that man is strong as an ox. Maybe I kept him young. That could be. Maybe that was it. Because, you know, my brother had it together. He's going to school, not failing out, you right. know, doing his thing. And there I am, bouncing around. This is a good argument for nature versus nurture. Mm. Because you guys both had the same upbringing. He's insanely successful. Yes. Didn't, you know, 
Go go on. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's the wood that I need to hitch my star to. You probably should. Uh, Tabitha texts in. She says, women don't get gray hair wood. Uh, they are silver. Okay. okay. Well, this, I've wanted her to do silver, and she won't do it. She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Apparently, it damages the hair. And oh, again, hell yeah. I must plead ignorance on this. Like, going blonde and things like that, I, I guess it's not, like, healthy for your hair. I think that's why I have this little, because this little thinning spot in the front, mm-hmm. I've had it for years, like, probably 15 years. And I think it's because I used to, I wanted to look like Eminem and Vanilla Ice, so I used to dye my hair blonde. I did it one time for spring break. I dyed my hair blonde, and then I put, like, red, like, I, I thought they were, like, almost, like, flames going back. Sweet. Well, let me tell you. Bleaching your hair, I don't think was good for it. Two, red fades out super quick in the Florida sun. That was pink hair. Yeah, man. Believe it or not, we didn't find much love at the beach. The women were falling all over themselves to get a piece of that mountain. Uh, No, I got a lot of looks from the gentlemen. But again, that spring break really didn't go the big boy's way. That was about a sweet 400 bucks down the crapper. Well, my mom was a hairstylist, so she used the real stuff on me. It wasn't like sun in or anything like that. Like, it was the real deal Holyfield. I think I actually may have used bleach, which it does explain why like the big laundry boy... laundry bleach? I don't know. All right, well, another piece of the puzzle while you're bald. May it be why I'm... And I, that's the thing. I am like the only bald person in my family. Are you sure your dad is your dad? I fast. And my mom my mom didn't want me to do like the 23 and me thing. She's right. like, "No, we've already done it for me." Your mom was a teacher in the 80s. Who knows what, what is my lineage? Who knows what was going on back then? Papa? Man. Papa? Are you really my papa? Is my dad's like, "No." No. Please finally. Don't. No, finally. Okay. Cut you loose. Yeah. I, I I had a thought. May may I get in the trust tree for just a hot second here? Right out the gate, let's go. From the time I get out of farmland and into into the town here mm-hmm. on the way to the radio station, I see maybe eight American flags. Okay. I took a notice of it this morning because I was like, <clears throat> it just felt different this morning because a lot of times in the morning I'll listen to talk radio on the way in just to, so I'm up to speed on what's going on in the world. And of course, it was nonstop election talk this morning, right? Which, Not a surprise. Which it should be. And I was looking at the American flag, the seven or eight of them that I passed in my journey to the building here. I thought, what does that mean anymore? Like, what does he, and and I know this is kind of a deep thought, but with election day and everything else, I was like, that used to be like a symbol of unity and everything else. And what does it, what does it mean anymore? Like, does the flag, when, when someone flies the American flag, what is it? Like, some people see it as a microaggression. Other people see it as racist. Other people see it as this. And I was just like, what, what does our flag mean anymore? Well, the problem is we've let people tell us what it means. Right. You know? And I and I don't want to get into the whole thing because we don't no, like to talk we don't, politics. We don't talk politics. I, I really just thought about I'm, I'm thinking both sides how we're just so butting heads all the mm-hmm. time anymore, and I feel like we're not we're we don't pay attention to what matters anymore, like family and friends and health and all those things. We're so worried about what everybody else is doing. We don't have our own house in order, and it just it, I don't know. I just I had this like I just it felt weird to me to see it today. Just because, like, the lead up to these elections has been so just, oh, it's going to end this, or this is going to happen if this person gets elected, and this is going to, and all of it's BS. All of it's BS. Well, the, the, thing, that su- the thing that sucks is we all agree probably on 95% of things. Right. 
Like, we say during happy hour, right? 99.9% of us are trying to be good parents. Right. Good kids. No matter what side you're on. Right. Good neighbors, good child, you know, good children, good sons, good daughters, the whole thing. We're just trying to do our best. We're trying to pay our bills. We're just trying to get through it. Right. But we amplify the small groups on both sides that make everybody look stupid because those are... I, those are at least, I don't know if entertaining is the wrong word. They get clicks. And that's it. And we let those people kind of drive the cart at times of, okay, well, the, you know, they do all this and the finger pointing. I'm telling you, you take a step back. I, best thing I did probably 18 months ago. Yeah. I stopped watching that stuff. Right. I give myself five minutes a day to check the news. And by the way, I, I don't have to get to five minutes. Right. If I get two and a half minutes in and I'm like, look, this is just <laughs> You're irritating me. I'm done. Man, and I go and I I'll, guess what? I'll go talk to my kids. I'll go out and see my neighbors. I'll go out in the community. And guess what? It's good people trying to do good things. May I put my aluminum foil hat on for just a second here? Please. I had another thought today. My two That's two, two, two thoughts before six AM is pretty good for me. <laughs> what are you on Thursday's workload already? <laughs> but I thought, what if all of this because I I always feel like we're being controlled somehow, right? And I was like, what if all of this is just for ratings and clicks and money. Without a doubt. Turning us against each other, doing all this stuff. What if it's all just to sell ads? It's all just to sell clickbait and all this other stuff. What if all of it is just to make money and they don't care about us so they turn us against each other so they can keep making billions of dollars and we're just down here fighting with each other over the scraps. Let me borrow your aluminum hat for a second. Here, you can wear it for a minute. It's because there's a 24-hour news cycle now, but we don't have 24 hours of news anymore. Right. So you get five news stories a day, and then you dissect the living crap out of it, get 300 different people's opinions on it, instead of say, hey, here's what's happening. Right. This is what it means, and figure it out. My like my, Our parents got the news 30 minutes a day. Right. Maybe in the newspaper in the morning, and then that was then it. Then they had a life to live. But now it's 24 hours. You need to create 24 hours of content, and that's unfortunately what it's turned into. My son was asking me about a story yesterday that he saw on the news, and it was from 2016 when people were dressing up like clowns and mm-hmm. like just scaring people. And I was like, I was like, here's what you have to understand, Vince, because I think it was kind of scaring him a little bit. And I said, here's what you have to understand. That maybe happened six times in a gigantic country filled with 300 million people. But because they need to get you to keep coming back, to keep watching, they have to scare you. And they have to make you feel like if you're not there, something bad is going to happen to you because you're not going to know what's going on. And I said, that is the biggest lie. And the bummer of it is, and then you see other idiots who think, oh, cool, look, they're getting that attention. I'm going to go do the same thing. Right. And then it's kind of a self-perpetuating thing. And that's the bummer of it. And honestly, that that happened to me a little bit last night. Yeah. You know me. I don't watch any television live right. unless it's sports. Yes. You're an on-demand man. So last night, my son has really gotten into football. He plays fantasy football with my dad. They had a couple guys in the game last night. So I said, hey, cool. We're going to go. We're going to get ready. bonding time. Right. Everybody gets ready for bed. We all pile in, get ready, and we watch a little bit of the football. As you can imagine, right now, it was nothing but political commercials. Right. And my son starts asking me all these questions. Now, my son's eight. Right. He shouldn't even care about this stuff. He shouldn't even know what's good. He shouldn't even know there's an election going on. Well, he kind of says to me, he's like, is this going to happen if that person wins? And I told him, I said, A, here's the deal. You don't, what, what's our house rule? 
You worry when dad's worried. I've adopted that rule. Dad's not worried about any of this stuff you don't need to be. But it sucks that my kids, who also watch YouTube and watch other aspects of media, get all this stuff. And some of these commercials... Oh, they're horrible. How are these commercials even... I mean, some of the things they talk about... Hey, like, I get it. You're trying to, you know... Get everyone upset and, you know, get the fear factors right. and everything going. But come on, man. There's kids watching football games out there. Yep. I was to the point, I'm like, hey, we're going to jump back during this commercial and watch this guy break his leg. You know, let's go back and watch this gruesome injury instead of watching the commercials. Because <laughs> this is a little bit better for your young mind right. than seeing this. <laughs> now, granted, that's a little bit of hyperbole, but, you know, that's... No, I totally understand what you're saying. That's what I felt like. And I was just bummed out last night doing this. And I just thought to myself... One more day. We got to get through yeah. one more day of this stuff. But here's the thing that sucks. You know what's coming tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Right. It is going to go straight into the presidential election we'll have, stuff. We'll have two years of all that now. And you think midterm election stuff is bad. The, the presidency stuff, that's where the real knives come out. I wonder, could you run a campaign... Only saying positive things about yourself. Because I, I, was it yesterday? Oh, we played our negative attack ads. Mm-hmm. Someone texted in and said, I've actually voted against people because their ads were so harsh against the other person. So could you run a campaign only saying, look, here is why I'm the best, not why the other person's the worst? You, I actually have a family member who is in politics. Now, he is in the House in Ohio. Okay. and Like he, a state senator or something? Yeah, something like that. Dude, your family is so successful around you. I'm aware. <laughs> I am aware. We shouldn't even be working together. And I say, I'm saying that as a compliment to you. You should be so much better than this. He's a great guy. His name's Daryl Kick, and he runs a clean campaign. Yeah. And literally, like, he won't do any of that stuff. Now, he wins. Yeah. and But... He's a he's a fan. That's the problem is none of these most I shouldn't say none. Most of these people in politics aren't good people. Right. So good. What's a good ad for you? I'd be like, I'm, I'm a decent guy. The, of course, the ad is, well, I'm not that guy. It's like, well, <laughs> that's a great point, you know? <laughs> and unfortunately, that's it. Nick texted in. He says it's sensationalism. If of it leads, it, it leads. And it's it's just it's a bummer because some of these people I look at, I'm like, this this is the best we got. I, I we got a we got a great country with fantastic human beings, and this is what we're running out there. Right. I told my daughter yesterday too, because obviously we're as parents we're all having to have these conversations now because it's in our face so much. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I don't even have cable, so I'm watching co- commercials all the time. And I just told her, I said, Presley, there's an old saying: How do you know when a politician's lying when their lips are moving? And I was like, that's all you have to know about all these ads that you see right now. It's all lies. Like, it's just, it's, it, Nick's right. It's sensationalized. It may, it's meant to put fear in you. Like, oh my God, the end of the world is coming. And it's not. And then you see how much money is spent. $6.4 billion. Yeah, wasn't that what Jen told us the other day? Yeah, I just read it this morning, too. Which, as a media company, we're like, great, thank you for your money. But even people have texted in, like, I'm sick of these ads. It's like, we have to run them. Well, $6.4 billion, what could we have done to help the homeless issue? Or how about anything? foster care issues in this country? Or any of that kind of stuff? It's sometimes, man, I don't know. But you know what? Here's the deal. Go vote for who you want to vote for today. Just make sure you know what you're voting for. That's what I always say. Vote for what you think. That's that's what makes this country great. We all get a say, and we all get an even say. I have as big a say as the President of the United States, Yep. and that's the great thing about this country. That's what I was thinking when I saw the flag this morning. I was like, this is actually an amazing country that we have going, and we've lost sight of it. 
Boy, that, I'm sorry. That wasn't very fun for his break. Was it, it wasn't, but you know what? Look, we don't talk politics. I don't no, care not, what I, you I think. I don't even think we're talking it now. We're just... Right. We're, we're talking about what everybody's seeing right mm-hmm. now. And so don't take it for granted because, trust me, there's a lot of people around the world who literally you know, float in boats to get to this country. Yep. It's the greatest country in the world. Don't listen to what some of the people say in the news. You it said truly it, brother. is. Take, don't take it for granted either. If you've never voted today... Go vote for the first time today, but make sure you know what you're voting for. 100%, my friend. All right, should we lighten it up? We need to. All right, let's do it. Let's do some history. But I think I think a lot of people are thinking the same things we're thinking. There's almost like a sadness around it right now. But anyway. We'll what, get through it. We always, that's the thing. This country always does, man. We're tough, we always man. do. That's why we're the best damn country in the world. You said it, brother. Uh, 1965 on this day. It was a great day in America on that day. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. 1965, we got the days of our lives. Now, I don't know if that one's still on or not, but when I was a nightclub DJ, you know, I'd wake up noon, one o'clock in the afternoon, and my regimen was get home from the club, party, go to bed, wake up, watch Days of Our Lives. Your soaps. <laughs> yeah. I watched this one. I think I watched one called Passions, which was just insane. It was great. It was a great life. My uncle used to watch him religiously. Still may. I don't know. But I will say this. I don't understand how they can learn uh, hours worth of script in a day. Well, if you watch, and as, a, as proficient as I was in soap operas for a while, they mess up a lot. Oh, okay. And they just leave it in. Well, that makes you feel better then. Like, they'll forget a line, or they'll say the wrong <laughs> thing. Or, Wigs like, on backwards. <laughs> right. You can tell there's a lot of mistakes, but they just keep her rolling, man. Because they're cranking out an hour a day. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 got to be an insane schedule. Hey, in 1972, Ooh. you know what sound that is? Come on, HBO. You bet. 1972, HBO premiered for the first time, which was just—I mean, I wasn't around in 1972, but I remember in the like late 80s, my friend Tim Wones, his parents had HBO, and I thought they were rich. They had a finished basement, mm-hmm. all the cable channels, Ooh. and. That, well, that was it. To me, that was wealth. Well, they're not wrong, but you really go back, HBO changed television. Oh, man. And they really made the series almost, I think, for my money now, a long television series is better than a movie. Yeah. In almost all cases. And you go back and look, I'm telling you here now, you've never watched it and it irritates me to this day. What? The Wire is the best television show of all time. I don't have any way to watch it. It's on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it. I do. You can go ahead and watch that. I think The Wire is fantastic. Of course, Sopranos is good. Anything that used to come out on HBO, you were like, okay, yeah. this is going to be really good. You know what I wish they would have done? I wish they would have done that with the Elvis movie. I thought the Elvis movie was just too rushed, and it jumped around too much. And I'm a huge Elvis fan, and I did not like that movie at all. I was like, it, you get, you need more time to tell this story. And what if that had been a 10-part series right. on Netflix, like or done, Netflix or HBO? But done that well. Because yeah. a lot of times they used to do that on just regular old television, and they just didn't have the budget to make it awesome. What was it like? You'd get like those four-night series, you know, type deals on yeah, like ABC. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, uh, on this day in 2020, sorry to bring it back down again. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is we love you? That's very kind of you. Thank you. Cost you 19.95. You're left with five bucks. Okay. 
<laughs> that was a moving moment on Jeopardy, and it was in 2020 that we lost Alex Trebek on this day. That's a bummer, man. That is. I'm sorry to bring it down again. Yeah. Let's bring him back up. How Come about on. some birthdays? Here we go now. Celebrating a birthday today. Lauren Elena, it's her birthday today. Of course, we'll see her tomorrow night on the CMAs. Uh, she's youngin' still, right? She's, she's, yeah. 27? Ah, you're close, my friend. You're actually close enough to get the bell today. She is the ripe old age of 28. There you today. go. Uh, celebrating a birthday, not him, but... Look what God gave her, how perfect he made Lauren Akins, Thomas Rhett's wife. And she has cut herself out a awesome career. Doesn't she have like a huge social media following? My wife. She's like, oh yeah, Thomas Rhett's wife and does all this. And like she, Good for her, she loves her. And hey man, shows you the power of social media right there. So good for her. She's I know she's young. She's gonna be like 33. Oh, you're right on the nose with that, man. Okay. And I had a Gordon Ramsay clip here, but I can't remember if I bleeped it or not, so I'm not going to play it. Don't play it then, because I guarantee you, no. It was hilarious, too. It was making me laugh this morning, but I'm like, I don't know if I took all the... If it's the one I heard you playing, you didn't, didn't clean it up. I didn't bleep it, did Don't I? you dare okay. play it. I'm not going to play it. Man, that was funny, too. Dang it. I'm sorry. I let everybody down again. Gordon Ramsay, I absolutely love... And the weird thing is, like, you see him on the, uh, what is it, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Super angry, all this. But then you watch him on, like, actual cooking shows. Yeah. He's very low-key. Well, if you watch the UK version of uh, Kitchen Nightmares, it's so much more dialed back. There's no sound effects and that weird, like, violin metal sound that they play all the time. It's just like, he really goes into these restaurants, like you said, calm, collected, and really tries to help them out. And he's a phenomenal chef, too. Yeah. Uh, 55. Ah, oh, you're close again, my Come friend. Come on, I'm a huge fan. 56 years old today. Mm-hmm. Hey, tr- if, do yourself a favor. Try his recipe for scrambled eggs. I know it looks wild, but man, is it delicious. You can find that. It has like 20 million views on YouTube, his scrambled egg. Because he, he won't scramble the egg until it's in the pan. That's right. the key. And he doesn't scramble it that much. And he might add just a little cream. Mm, it's right out. Crumb fresh. That's right. All right. And of course, if it's your birthday today, holy cow, we talked a long time. We wow. want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 